0: Welcome to Mothers Who Know. Good morning. So today is really special to me. I'm so thankful to see my mother and to have my mother, Verla. I'm so grateful for her willingness to serve us and to be here, but I'm especially grateful to, to have such a loving mother who loves God so much and has taught me so much about that. I'm gonna turn the time over to her. Okay, you're on, Mom.
1: Okay, well good morning. Here I am in my little farmhouse out in the country and our horse and our dog are just right out there. I should go out and let you see them. Anyway, it's just so fun, fun to think that we can all come together and it's a blessing in my life to be doing this with Karen. Karen says things about herself that aren't very complimentary at times, you know this. Well, she wrote and said, I do things in a mess. That's just how I do it. And you know, we all do things in a mess. We all do things in a mess and just think, I'm crossing my arms and my hands and my legs and trying to see if it works out. I was crossing my, I said to my little granddaughter, I said, let's cross our fingers. She looked at me like, Why do you cross your fingers? And I thought, See, nobody even crosses their fingers anymore. I was hoping. <laughs> she, just, she was like trying to get her fingers to cross. And it was just cute. Every Monday, they come and play and play at my house. So all their mothers can go and do whatever they want on that day. And we have a fun day. And I want you to know, I know something about their mothers because how their daughters act and are and say and I think that's kind of revealing I wonder what people thought about our children like Karen by what she said and how she acted and thought oh it's just like Verla sure she acts like that she acts just like her mother And sometimes I know the things they acted like were a little bit. (coughs) Because I'm a little bit like Karen, or Karen's a little bit like me. We shoot from the hip. If our gun's not right in the right place off our hip, then we miss. But I've just always felt that I've just wanted to be honest. I wanted to say what was in my heart. And I've always felt that that was important. And I've never felt that I wanted to be be boop-boop-be-doo because I'd miss the boop or the do or something and wouldn't do it right. But in going over some things, and Karen said, when you come, just give us what you've been thinking about. It seems exciting that every time this Tuesday comes, I find something from Karen in my home. I've been going through the office, which is really a bedroom, but it has lots of bookcases in and it's filled with stuff that needs to be organized and gone through so that when I die, our poor seven children won't have to go through it. And so I was going through some of it the other day and I found this little book. It's from Karen Broadhead. If you've ever heard of her, it says, "Dear sisters." I'm thankful that I find strength in many things. Some of the things that really strengthen me are the law of tithing. Do you remember that? The law of tithing and striving to do those things that our Father in Heaven asks us. Now, I had forgotten she had written this, and she had written it for her ward. Each of the sisters in their ward wrote something that was meaningful to them, and they put it in this booklet. And as I thought about this and about tithing and the blessing that were promised from paying our tithing, and then I thought about home evening and the blessing that were promised. Those are things that we can do all the time and know that we're going to receive a special blessing that we need. And I thought, woo. We've got, to, we've got to do these things. Every sister's got to be paying her tithing. Every sister's got to be having family home evening because of the blessings at Sarah. And you know, sometimes we get a little lax on things and think, ah, not today or not Monday or whatever. I was a single mother for two and a half years while I was in my 20s recently divorced and feeling the many struggles and pains of my situation. I felt alone and desperate for many things. One of the things I was concerned about was how to provide independently for myself and my sweet little baby. We were here in Idaho and Karen was in Utah. And so she could have been laying on the road, half dead, all four tires on her car flat, and Parker in terrible trouble, and she wouldn't tell us. And so when I read that, I thought, yep, she was doing it, trying to do it on her own. One of the things I was concerned about was how to provide independently for myself and my sweet little baby. I went before the Lord with my concern and promised him that if he would help me, I would pay a full tithing before any other obligations. Sisters, I can't explain how it worked. Logically and on paper, it never made sense, but the Lord did help me. I worked hard, bought cheap, and ate lots of Top Ramen. (laughs) No wonder she looks like she does. Those curls in her hair are from Top Ramen. (laughs) Okay. I felt the Lord expected me to keep my promise and pay my tithes and do my part by living responsibly. I also knew that keeping other promises I'd made to him in the temple and striving to make good choices were vital to my success as a single parent. I was strengthened because I knew the Lord was aware of me and my struggles, and I felt that he was specifically watching over me. I was blessed to see the obvious evidence of his blessings. I know that if I will, Be committed to do those things that Heavenly Father asks us, even when it makes no logical sense and we are obeying purely on faith, we are blessed more than we can see or realize. I am strengthened in knowing that if I do my part each day, that the Lord not only blesses me, but those I love and care about. Sounds like we just heard that not too long ago from her very lips. I know that God lives and loves each one of us. He is our savior, our advocate. Although challenging at times will bring us joy, peace, and a sense of inner safety and stability, I have a testimony of tithing and the strength that comes when we strive to keep the commandments. The following scriptures have become very meaningful to me and have been of strength through the many challenges I've had. First, Doctrine and Covenants 82.10. I, the Lord, am bound when ye do what I say, but when ye do not what I say, Ye have no promise. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Karen Broadhead. As I read that, I thought, does Karen really have a testimony like that of tithing? And I never knew. How many years ago did I probably read that? And did I remember that you had a great faith and strength and testimony of tithing, even when you were alone? Nobody sees us pay our tithing. Nobody knows if we pay our tithing. I have one daughter who's married. Her and her husband have separate jobs. She pays her tithing. She says, I don't know if he pays his tithing every time, sometimes. She says, I will always pay my tithing. I was remembering, remembering those little pennies, those little nickels and dimes that we help our children put in the little envelope to pay their tithing. Yesterday, when the girls were about ready to go home, about three o'clock in the afternoon, Paige came to me and she said, Grandma, You said if we picked up pine cones in your yard, you'd give us a penny for every pine cone we picked up. And I said, yeah, but Sarah has gone. Do you still want to do it? Yeah, I want to do it. And I said, okay, we'll get a sack, and you can go out and pick up pine cones. Do you know how many pine cones she picked up? My husband said, I had over $10 in that bank, and it's all gone. And I said, yeah, I had to go get 25 cents out of my other bag. (laughs) But she picked up and picked up and picked up and we count each one. And I'd get the money and put it in a little plastic bag for her. And then her brother and girlfriend and her mother babysits and other came and they said, what are you doing, Grandma? I said, oh, I'm giving money for every pine cone they pick up. And they went, (laughs) whew. And they were like, do you have another sack, Grandma? Do you have another sack? And that's how the $10 disappeared. And I thought they were so excited. And I saved them all. They put them in my flower pots out by the porch. And my flower pots are just mounded with pine cones. And I looked at them and I said, aren't they beautiful? And they looked at me like, You think pine cones are beautiful, Grandma? And I said, Oh, they're beautiful. And do you know, I look out in my yard, I can't see one pine cone. I can't see one any place. And they were, I could say, $10 worth. Lots of pine cones I picked up. And it was such a joy. They were so excited to get those pennies and nickels and dimes. And their mother was so excited. I'm here to pump you up, right? Can you remember the day when that was the big phrase? I can remember our boys always saying, I'm here to pump you up. Okay. I want you to remember why you're wonderful. We've been given what the Lord wants us to have and what is wonderful. What a blessing that we're so different. I want to tell you, though, this story and the speaker that came had overcome his addiction in his life. There were two that shared their stories. This man got up, and he was 44 years old. He's in our stake, and he now has church callings, and he works as, I think he's the executive secretary to the bishop, and so he's in those bishop meetings, and he works closely with them. He's married and has one child. Whatever our story is, and how far we can go and how far we can have been back and we're going on our way to what we want to be and we want those around us to be. This man started out by telling about being in jail in Salt Lake City. And I always think, who can be in jail in Salt Lake City? Everybody in Utah. Perfect. Okay. So I'm finding out, maybe they're not. Okay. When he was in jail in Salt Lake City, He said, help me, somebody help me. I won't do it again, I won't do it again. Just help me, help me. But then when he'd get out, he'd do it again. In 2008, he was locked up with the same guys again in jail. Found himself in there looking around, same guys that were in jail when he had been there before. I have to do something different, he said to himself. In jail, I started to write her letters. Guess who she was? His mother. I started to write her letters because she was always there, was never forgetting me, was never turning her back on me, was always reaching out, hoping to help me. My mom put my name on the prayer roll in the temple. She said he could come and live with her when he got out of jail, but he thought, no I can't because if I live with her, I'll steal from her. And he said, I don't want to steal from my mother. And so he wouldn't go and live with his mother. He says, I'll get a job and I'll go to church with my mother, but I won't live with my mother. My mom just loved me. That's what each of you have. You each have love. You each have love to give and give and give and give. And when it's late at night, early in the morning, you still have love. My daughter-in-law said, oh, I got up four times last night with her. And I thought, see, I'm mothers just keep doing it. And that's so wonderful. My mom just loved me, he said. When I started again doing his addictions, I asked my mom to pray for me, and see, he wasn't going to go back, but he did, and to put my name on the prayer roll again in the temple, and then he talked and brought up about Zezerim and burning the three days, and I thought, where is that? I want to find that. I want to know that story, and didn't find it. Couldn't do it. I'm going to do it. I remembered the power of Jesus Christ for deliverance. I didn't care who saw me pray in jail. He got to a humble place. He said, I want to share some things that will help us, people like me, show love, care about them, pray for them, put their name on the prayer roll, read your scriptures daily, and find examples and sacrifices that were made. Seek guidance by the Holy Ghost. The Spirit is such a help. Make efforts to serve in the house of the Lord, the temple. This is those the perspectives from where he is now. Help the Lord to know that I want to change and want to be who I am. And he said, help me, a bad man, to become a good man. And from a good man to being a better man, was wonderful to listen to this humble young man, 44, as he spoke like a giant over his addiction. I was so thankful for being able to hear him. A girl sitting by us who is, I think she's two years younger than I am, but she lives in one of our shelter homes. And she was there with us to the conference because she's a member of the church. And she leaned over to Christy, our daughter, who was sitting by her, and she said, I always think I have so many troubles. I don't have troubles like him. And here she's developmentally disabled always feeling less than everyone else, not as important, not as smart, not as good, not as worthy. But yet she leaned over to Christy and said, I don't have problems like him. Aren't we thankful for our own problems? Aren't we thankful for being blessed with our problems? And I am. I'm going to shoot this home evening at you really fast. So that you can have home evenings if you're not having them. Daddy and I still have home evening together on Monday night. Family home evening is for everyone, no matter what our family is, if we have a big family, a little family, we're single, whatever. It's for everyone to participate in. It's designed to strengthen us. And Ezra Taft Benson said these things, these are by Ezra Taft Benson. Designed to strengthen and safeguard our families, the church's families. Home evening program was established for one night each week for fathers and mothers to gather around their sons and daughters in their home. And these are the points that he says should be in our family home evening. And I wrote them down and wanted to remember just what he said. Prayer is offered, hymns are sung and other songs scriptures are read family topics are discussed talents are displayed principles of the gospel are taught and often games are played that was our children's favorite part of home evening to see us all play games they loved to see their dad play and do the things that they never got to see him do and that was a perfect place to put it in and homemade refreshments served. Isn't that interesting that President Benson would say homemade treats to serve? Karen sent us a package at Christmas full of all of her homemade treats. Just made me so homesick for her. And I just thought, Karen, you're just so cute. to make those same homemade treats. Write down each of those suggestions that the prophet made. Then he continues on. Now here are the blessings promised by the prophet of God to those who will hold their weekly home evenings. And I just thought, ooh, do mothers who know need these? If the saints only obey this counsel, we promise that great blessings will result. Love at home and obedience to parents will increase. Do we want that? Faith will be developed in the hearts of the youth of Israel, and they will gain power to combat the evil influence and temptations that beset them. Is that what mothers who know are trying to do and have? That our youth will have the power to combat the evil influences and the temptations which beset them. I'm thankful for what home evening has meant to us in our family and in our lives. This Sunday is the third Sunday. We continue to have family home evening with all of our family. On the third Sunday, all of our married children and all of their children come to our home on Sunday, and we have family home evening with them. We miss Karen and Connie because they live away. but They take turns. This Sunday will be Kimmy's turn to give the lesson. She has two children, and when she gives the lesson, she cries and cries and cries, always. And she always says, I cry because I'm not as good as my brothers and sisters. And we say, Kimmy, straighten up. (laughs) You are too. Don't you dare say that and she has so many strengths and powers, and we're so excited, and it's so fun to have them come. And I pray that we can be strong and faithful and keep on, and keep doing the things that make you wonderful, because they're awesome. Thank you for letting me be a part of this, and I love you, and thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you so much, mother. You know what, my mom and dad were so good at having family home evening, and it really did bless our family so much. I can remember that's how I became really good friends with my siblings that I didn't like very much. We would have family home evening, and we'd have to play, and we'd have to be together and be with each other, like really be with each other. And I think had my parents not had family home evening, there would have been some siblings I wouldn't have learned to love like I do. And because then I could see them in a way where they're fun and I appreciate them. And instead of they're always bothering me and they make me crazy. I think that was one gift that I know for sure happened with our family home evening is it helped me to become friends with my siblings. And um, so I don't think that's something we think about very often, that how important it is to have friends in our family because we'll be their friend forever. I'm just so grateful that I feel like my siblings are my friends. And I know a lot of that happened because when we were little and wanted to fight or I wanted to tell them that they were making me crazy, uh, just when we would come together and have family or and laugh and play and eat delicious things my mother always tried so hard to do it anyway even though she knew not everybody wants to do this
1: or we weren't prepared <laughs> we'd do it anyway we'd make something up at the last minute
0: okay. yeah yeah she was really good at shooting from the hip like she said she would just make it up and we would get something to do and uh, Yeah, it was such a gift, and we would never, ever have learned to love our dad and care for him the way we do, had we not had home evening. It would have never happened, Uh, because he's such an incredible man, such a good dad, and so committed to our family and caring for us, really have a natural ability to express that, or to show that how he felt about us, but in home evening. Because we had something we were doing, and everybody had to participate, forced him to express himself. And we would have never seen him, ever, without family only me. So that's good, too. It's amazing. Thank you so much, Mom, for being here today. And aren't we amazing as Heavenly Father's daughters? Doesn't he love us? And isn't it special to notice how important our gifts are? who they come from and what they're for, for his special purpose in him, so that he can accomplish his great work. He gives us these special things. Thank you so much, Mom. Love you. Love you, everybody.